Big Stories of the Day. Hashtag SAFM Sunrise. Six minutes to seven. Good morning. Well, yesterday you heard from the economist Kevin Lings about the really difficult financial situation government is in. And now it's simply not getting enough revenue into the fiscus to allow departments to keep spending as they are. As we understand it, this week, President Cyril Ramaphosa met with unions to discuss this. At the same time, government is due to implement a 7% wage increase for government workers that was agreed to in March. Matthew Parks is the spokesperson for Casatu. Matthew, good morning. Uh, Good morning. Thanks for having me. You will have heard all of these plans to cut back on spending. I know that Casato and other union leaders met with the president. What has he told you? Yeah, so basically our meeting with the president is a standard meeting we have every few months to discuss key economic issues. It is a pre-scheduled meeting uh, to just get reports from government about the state of ESCOM and turnaround, interventions government undertaking at transit and so on. So we're looking to discuss the treasury proposal we've seen in the media, but because we've been concerned about it as organized labor, as COSATA, we ask government what exactly is going on. We raise our concerns around it. They've indicated to us these are just draft proposals, options that treasury has laid before government in its budget processes. These options they're looking at for t- the new administration after next year's elections, because you can't just close a department down that requires an act of parliament and so on. But nonetheless, we raise our concerns and we've agreed we need to have more discussions. We hope to meet before the medium-term budget statement. We have our own proposals about how to help government increase revenue, stabilize the fiscus, but more critically and sustainably to grow the economy. Because we're in a crisis, we've been in a crisis for quite a few years, and we're in a crisis still because we have not dealt with the fundamental issues of growing the economy, of ensuring reliable and affordable electricity, making sure transit is working so the mining, manufacturing, agricultural sectors can work, and of course, fixing local government and other SOEs. So for us, it's about dealing with the hard issues and not looking for simple, quick fixes, which actually don't fix a single thing. Um, so, so all of that may sort of be true, sort of, although it will probably be <coughs> contested, Matthew. But um, in the end, if government doesn't have enough money, what should it do? See, these are the points we've been raising since 2019. Government's got a fixed transnet. Um, in 2020, Tito Mboeni, the Minister of Finance, said he's imposing a wage freeze. We had the wage freeze in 2020. We had below inflation increases since that time. Even this year's increase is about 3.5%. That hasn't resolved anything. <clears throat> the fiscus is in a crisis not because of the wage bill, which has been stable at 35% of the budget since 2009. It's in a crisis because the mining industry is not able to get its exports through our ports. So if you fix that, the mining industry can then generate its profits, then, of course, pay taxes to the state. What you pay a nurse or don't pay a nurse is not going to resolve the mining industry's crisis or transit. So for us, it's about dealing with the hard issues. And we're very fearful if we don't fix transit quickly, it's going to lead to retrenches in the mining industry. So for us, that's where the priority has to be if we're really serious about fixing issues. Otherwise, we're, we're similar to a doctor prescribing Panado for a patient who needs chemotherapy and it's not going to help at all. Um, if I remember my conversation with Kevin Lings yesterday correctly, I asked him if the fact that government workers, so workers that you represent, had received um, above inflation increases before the pandemic was a, was a factor in all of this. And he suggested that it was, that in fact this is one of the reasons that government's in this position. Yeah, look, I mean, again, just take Treasury stats. The, the wage bill has been at 35% of the budget all these years. So that's... That hasn't changed wildly. Um, on the other hand, we can also say that, look, we can pay public servants peanuts, but do we expect us to retain the skilled public servants that we need for quality public services, like doctors who can easily go to Dubai, get better paying jobs, or nurses who can go to the private hospitals here, or teachers who are increasingly being po- poached by you know companies in New Zealand 
even now seeing police officers actually moving to Australia. So and those are those are the overwhelming bulk of public servants. Um, we know there's irritations about about bureaucrats and so forth. And we actually have made proposals about how we could consolidate some parts of the state. We've long said you don't need a Department of Public Enterprises, for example. The SOEs can report to the relevant line function departments. We've long felt that the cabinet at 28 ministers, 34 deputy ministers could easily be cut by half, if not more. You could do it with ministerial perks. We've been saying for quite a long time we can't sustain 259 municipalities. It's and you can see the consequences. But we should be doing things in a smart way, but simultaneously we've got to grow the economy. That's the only solution to all of our challenges as a country, be it fiscal, be it economic, be it socioeconomic and so on. We expect the medium-term budget policy statement, I think, on the 1st of November. If there are big cuts there, will you take action against that? Would you be looking at mass action against it? It depends on what the cuts are. If the cuts are towards politicians and towards bloated, uh, bloated parts of the state, we'll, we'll cheer it on. If it's about shifting resources to protect the poor and the unemployed and growing the economy and fixing the SOEs, then we'll be happy. But if it's about dumping the bill for state capture and, and, and corruption upon nurses and police officers, then, then of course we'll be opposed to that. Matthew Parks, thank you. Spokesperson for Kasatu, the Congress of South African Trade Unions.